22-year absence, the Boston Celtics are NBA champions once again. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Seven seconds. They got Benetarian range. I'll tell you, what Tom Brady just did gives me goosebumps. Wide again for Tierney. Tierney's cross. Lucic, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, score! The Bruins knock out Montreal! Hey everybody, welcome to another Boston Sports Extra podcast, Red Sox edition. I am your host, Anthony Crisante, and joined by my normal co-host, Justin Gonzalez and Porchy. What's up, boys? How are you? Hey guys, what's going on? As How you guys doing? So we got a we got a host of stuff to get to in this in this podcast. Um, obviously, Red Sox are continuing their their um, good ways, um, continuing such a hot season. Uh, they split the Philly series one one, and uh, getting ready to take on what we're going Tampa Bay, right? Yep, Tampa, Tampa Bay's uh, coming. Yeah, coming they're coming. Yep. So uh, we're we're gonna get into all that right about now. And uh, Justin, I'll let you get it get it started. All right, boys, let's get it. So we got a we got a jam packed show today. I got a lot I want to talk about. Get off my chest about this team. Um, so far, so good with uh, with everything I've been seeing in August. Honestly, uh, you, you can't you can't be. You can't be angry about this team. I think uh, they've only lost twice in the entire month. I think somebody maybe want to fact check that. I think they're eleven and two. Yeah, so they've they've lost twice in the entire month. That <laughs> that is that is uh, that is really remarkable um, for for how the bullpen has been doing. Um, you know, you really uh, you really got to give it to the to the offense here. They uh, they've just been time and time again. Um, they're they're just showing up, doing what they got to do, get everyone on base, get everyone home, and that's it. You know what I mean? So they're they're working like a well-oiled machine. They can do no wrong. Um, <clears throat> I just want to get into the recap of the Phillies series. Uh, they went one and one again. Uh, honestly, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm basically I'm convinced that this is a it's 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 a potential matchup for the World Series. Do you guys agree with that or disagree with that? I I, I have to disagree, especially after their pounding from the New York Mets uh, recently. But um, not only that, it's just there's so many good teams in that now, but they're all they're they're not like great teams. It's not like the American League. The American League's just overpowering the National League right now, but everyone's just kind of there. Like there's the top of the National League, and then everyone's just there. Yeah, well, I mean, the Mets thing, I, that could just be a fluke, honestly. They're in first place for a reason, the Phillies right now. I believe they're yeah. still in um, they lo- The two games were blowouts to the Mets. I, I mean, you know, the, uh, Bautista went off. But then they had a du- – I actually had a doubleheader today. Today's Thursday. We're recording on a Thursday. Um, they had a doubleheader today. They they won the second game today. So, they you know, they, they did get a win out of the series against the Mets. Um, I don't think that you would, I don't think it's fair to hang your hat, uh, on the entire Phillies, uh, season, just one Mets series. 
Um, but you know, I, when you look at the NL teams, honestly, I just I just want to talk about this potential uh, World Series matchup real quick. I mean, when you look at the depth that this Phillies team has. I mean, yeah, I know their 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 bats have been a little quiet recently, um, but I think once it's all said and done, they have they have the they have the rotation to be there. They have a, a young, good closer that could that could lock it down. I mean, I don't see in the Red Sox. I mean, you know, it's fair to say that the Red Sox are the favorite to to make the World Series from the a, for, from from the American League, uh, let alone win it, um, <clears throat> win the entire thing, but. I don't see the I don't see them really matching up with anybody else other than the Phillies in the World Series. Uh, I mean, you know, who do you who's out there? The the Dodgers bullpen blows. Uh, the Diamondbacks aren't what we thought they were going to be in the beginning of the season. Uh, the the Braves I think are still too young. They don't have playoff experience just yet. So uh, the Braves can scare you though. Don't don't, 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 leave don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The Braves are are scary team. Ronald Acuna. Oh, Best hitter right now, and uh, you know, in the last week or two, um, you know, they they are a legitimately good team. They have they have really they have they have good pitching. Um, I think their pitching matches up well against Boston. Uh, Fultonowicz is really good. He's he's I think turning into an ace. Uh, you know, I think he will turn into an ace by next season if he isn't already. Um, you know, it it there are a few teams out there in the in the National League that you know. Um, that are scary, but I think the two that scare me the most are the Phillies and the Braves. Um, so you know, uh, it, I, I'm gonna let it all play out. I mean, you know, the, the last month of the season, anything could change. I know that the Cardinals are really hot right now. Uh, Matt Carpenter is looking like the MVP favorite, you know, as of the second. I, I, I think, uh, you know, it's fair to say. So, um, you know, I, I mean, we'll see. We're, we're going, you know, down another rabbit hole, though. Um, Philly series. Uh, Leon had a home run in the first game, uh, which is, you know, pretty clutch. Uh, seeing that the the score was two to one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was two to one. Correct. Um, Brock Holt had the go ahead RBI with his solo home run. I he hit a bomb. That was a. Oh my God! I I I think I think it was mm, it was it was definitely over four hundred feet. It, he just he just roped one to the second deck. It was insane. Um, it would have gone much farther if it didn't hit that facade. Well, I think it would have it would have reached the red seat in Fenway. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, actually, what's funny? I just want to go on top off topic for a quick second. Uh, I I uh, listened to a uh, Mo Vaughn interview today, uh, and and they, the the interviewers asked him. Uh, that was actually section ten. They asked him if um, if uh, if Mo Vaughn had a would he be able to reach the red seat? And he said absolutely not. So that just kind of you know just to go off topic. That kind of shows uh, you know I I don't know what, everything you need to know about that red seat in Fenway, but. Um, moving along, uh, you got Porcello keeps raking, um, rake Porcello, I, I think is his new name. Um, I mean, how important is a guy like this, uh, going to be in the world series when, uh, you know, when they have to go, uh, away from Fenway, you know, obviously if they make it, but you know, I, I mean, you, you really, I think it's, I think it's a great thing to have, you know, you 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 don't you don't look like a very unfamiliar American League team going there 
um, when you have a pitcher that can do that and that can contribute on both sides of the plate. Or, am I reading too much into this, guys, or, or is this really like a legit, uh, you know, opinion? That I have. No, when you when you go into the when you go into the, uh, a National League ballpark, it ha- helps to be able to have that whether it's a pitcher or whatever that can that can bat because normally it's okay. Well, this is an automatic out. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean when when you when you look at AL pitchers versus NL pitchers, I mean NL pitchers see they get they bat every single time. So I think that even even when you're looking at um, you know, even when you're looking at that scenario, NL pitchers are way more experienced at batting and seeing pitches than AL pitches pitchers are on a, regular, on a regular basis. So you know, I think to have to have, and you know what? Like la- I know last season, Chris Sale did his thing too. I think he had a double last season. I think he may have even had an RBI. I'm not positive, but um, you know, he. I know he definitely had a double for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think he lost that game or, or the Red Sox lost that game. I don't know if they got a decision out of, or if you got a decision out of that, but um, you know, we got a few pitches that could hit. That's really important to have. So yeah. I think, uh, I think it's a, it's a really good, uh, you know, um, it's a really important uh, thing to have for this team. Uh, you have, uh, you had a clean save opportunity from Kimbrell. The only blemish is that he walked one batter. Um, you know, you're going to, you're going to walk, a few batters, no big deal. But I mean, as far as what he's been doing, I think that, that he's starting to come around. And- he looked very solid that game. I, I really liked it. He kept it to 17 pitches. He he hit the strike zone a fair amount of times and he got the swings and misses, which he hasn't been able to do consistently for the last couple starts. He looked really yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that that all has to go back to what I was talking about in the last episode I was on. Um, Excuse me. Um, it, it was it, it's it's locating his his knuckle curve. It's no locating his curveball. I don't think that there was any problem with his velocity with his fastball. Um, I don't think there was any problem this time out with his curveball. Um, and I think that that was that was the key factor in him in him getting that clean save opportunity. Yep. Um, so you love to see that. Um, yeah, Moreland breaking out of a slump. He was in a, he was in, uh, I, I think he's been in a slump since the second half started. Um, he had a three run home run in the second game, but the, uh, the Red Sox didn't capitalize on that game. They lost the, the second game in the series or the three game series. Um, I, I'm liking the fact that Moreland is, 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 uh, breaking out of this slump now. Um, hopefully he can keep it going against this, uh, this race team. That we're going, uh, that we're going back, back home to base. Uh, you mean the race, the race team that put a stump into the Yankees' asses? Right, that's right. Wait, them and the Orioles have been a thorn in the Yankees' side this entire season, though, which is just blows my mind. Did the Rays only play two games this week against the Yankees? They only had games, or do they play tomorrow? I'm not sure. I don't know. Continuing, I'll, uh, I'll look it up right now. Yeah, yeah, check that out. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I think I'm confident in saying that the Yankees have a losing record against the Rays now this season. I'm not positive. Don't 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 you know? Don't kill me if I'm wrong here. But that that is that's the difference between you know what the the Yankees and the Red Sox are doing in a division. They can't they get the games that they need to, you know, get done. Um, they can't they can't capitalize. They can't they can't win when they need to win. So you know, uh, it was I guess bound to happen to one of these teams. I guess, but. And, uh, Justin, huh? 
And uh, just to go back to Brock Holt's home run, Statcast calculated 425 feet. Yeah, that's a bomb uh, for a guy like for a guy like Brock Holt. That's that's a bomb. That's that's fantastic. You love to see that. Tampa Bay took two out of the last three. Two out of the last three. So I guess I'm guessing the Yankees won the first game. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> that is uh that is that is shocking. If you're a Yankee fan, I'm sorry. Not really, but uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, Michael. Yeah, sorry, Michael, and everyone else. Uh, shout out, Joey's McFly. Um. What else? What else? What else? Bullpen couldn't get it done the, the second game. You got Joe Kelly, unfortunately, got the loss. Um, I think it was just a timing thing because if Joe Kelly had a clean inning, I think the the, the Red Sox would have lost that game anyway. You had uh, Joe Kelly had two strikeouts. I, I mean, and only gave up one earned run. I, I mean, that's uh, better from what he's been doing. Obviously, he's still like, I think Cora is still having a little bit too much trust in Kelly by putting him into higher leverage situations than, than he should be put in now. Um, I think he's, I think Cora is still believing that Joe Kelly will eventually uh, revert back to what he was in the first two months of the season, which I don't think that that's going to happen at this point. I mean, he would have done it by now, I believe. Uh, I think Cora came out and said something about that also that he wanted to see, putting him in that situation, how he reacted. Yeah. So I think it's kind of testing guys um, now Yeah. for when the playoffs come around. Well, I, I strongly believe, I strongly believe that he's been doing that the, the entire season. I, I, I think, I think I can, I can generally grasp the idea of, or I can, I, I guess I can, uh, I can formulate the opinion that Cora is, is basically treating this entire regular season as his gerbil, his, 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 um, his, I guess, I don't know how, how I'm trying to say this. Like he's, he's, Labyrinth. yeah, exactly. Like he's testing with certain things to see how people are going to react in high leverage situations in the, in the postseason, And that's what it's all about. And you know what? Like it, it really goes to show how, how much, how much of a, of a, of a true manager that I guess Alex Cora is because, you know, while I think that he's doing that with this team, I mean, they have, they're, they're on, they're on pace to have the best record uh, by far in any Red Sox season. It's just the type of manager he is. He's, he's wicked smart. He's very, he's very confident in knowing what his team can do because he can relate to his team because he's played for this team. He's played for the city. He, he 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 knows the division well. He knows his opponents, and he's just very prepared. He has a great great staff underneath him. There's just that this was obviously an experiment, but it was just a great experiment that worked out. And we're still like 39 games left until the postseason. I you, you just give him coach of the year already. <laughs> just wrap it up. Yeah, I I think I think I think it's 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 wrapped up. Honestly, I, I mean. You know, I, I don't. I don't really think that we need to go into too much thought here to see who else would deserve it. I think that's kind of irrelevant to what the mission of this podcast is. But um, you know, I guess we could yeah. talk on the side if you want, or you know, whatever. But I also think that I know the media is making a big deal out of it, and obviously the the I'm not going to say uneducated fans, but the fans that don't really follow baseball as closely or understand baseball. The general fan. Well, 
the general thing. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, he's giving players time off to keep them fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, like he gave, who was well, actually Mookie Betts. He was off, uh, or they were off, uh, what? They were off Monday. Well, and he gave Mookie Betts the Philly series off. Well, no, he, so, he, that's the second game off, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. He played the first game. Oh, he played the first game. Yeah, he played. He played the first game. The second game, he gave him off, and then he came off the bench uh, to see if he can. Uh, I think he it was to tie the game up. I'm pretty sure, um, or to, or to get close, but he got like one RBI out of it. So, yeah. But either way, he's 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 doing things to keep this team fresh. He's kind of rotating them. Oh, actually, no. I'm I'm sorry. It was JD Martinez that uh, I believe that he gave off the series. No, he gave one. He gave somebody, I don't know, but he's keeping the team fresh. Yeah. You know, he's rotating the players. He's giving them, you know, their, their time so that he can keep their Fred, their legs fresh and everything heading, Mm -hmm. heading towards the postseason. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, You know, the media might, the media is bitching about it. Why are they giving these people, you know, these players the time off? You know, it's all about, it's all about looking to the future and not right. just about playing today. Right. Exactly. And, and you know, it, 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 it's also, it's, it's, a, it's a different game. Now you're not going to see guys like Kyle Ripken Jr. Anymore. Okay. You're not going to see iron men like that. It, it, it's not that kind of game. You know, I, I like, I like to think about it as, you know, it, it's athletes now, and this goes for any sport. Athletes now are so much more advanced than what they used to be. They're putting every single ounce of effort, every single game that they have into into today. And I mean, it, it could go to the point, you know, you're seeing it now where where they do need that that day of rest. You know what I mean? Like they they just they need it in order in order to and like I said, you know, I always say this, you know, in order to continue with the marathon, it's not a sprint. So, you know, um, I think I think that says a lot to to what Cora is doing, um, and it makes sense, and I love it. I love it because we've never seen this kind of of uh, of, of longevity um, with any of Farrell's teams. Uh, you know, he has all of, Cora has all of his players. Uh, you know, everything's scheduled out. When you're going to take off, you know, regardless of who, you know, whatever, unless there's injuries, obviously. But um, you know, I, I I love it. I can't get enough of it. Um, I mean, what you're alluding to real quick is athletes are just so much more evolved than what they were, say, even 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. It's just they have, they're, they're so much more capable of doing so much, so many more different things than what they were a while ago. It's just mm-hmm. there, there's just so much more effort involved that if that they're risking injury without a, a good day's rest every once in a while. Right. Right. And and, it, and just to kind of touch on one more thing. um, it, it it's it's also weird how pitchers are kind of adding by subtracting. What I mean is, you know, you see pitchers throwing as hard as they've ever thrown before, yet they're not lasting as long. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I guess it's kind of take your pick. You know what I mean? Like you're you're kind of getting one, getting rid of one, and then you're adding on, you know, with velocity. But regardless, um, you know, gotta love what Core is doing. Uh, you know, longevity for the postseason is, you know, at this point, they just need to coast to the postseason, obviously. I mean, 
I think uh, they could have a losing record for the rest of the season and still finish with the most wins in Red Sox history. So, uh, you know, that that basically goes to show that, uh, you know, they obviously just need to get there and then they'll be fine. Um, guys, why is Pomeranz still on this team? Can anybody answer me, please? Because he's out of minor Money. league options. But, but... Money. He, but he's... Wait, but... He... Okay, I, what I'm alluding to is that Pomeranz in the, the last game of the Philly series uh, gave up three earned runs in one inning. Um, and, I mean... <sighs> He can't do anything right anymore. He can't do anything right anymore. He can't he can't start. He can't come out of the bullpen. He can't do anything. So I and I wanted to touch on this later, but I just wanted to bring this up. Um Kinsler's coming back. I think he comes back uh Friday. So yeah. if you're listening yes. to this, today is probably Friday. He's Kinsler will be activated today. Uh Velasquez is being sent down. Velasquez is being optioned. Pomeranz is staying in the bullpen. How do you guys feel about that? It's frustrating. Yeah. It's it's frustrating because Velasquez has probably one of been been one of the most solid pitchers out of the bullpen in the last couple months. But yeah. not even that. It's just they're trying to they're forcing it so much. They're trying to do everything they can just to make it work so they don't have to DFA another contract and just keep paying for players who aren't on the team. And it's just so frustrating. But there's nothing you can really do about it. That's that's. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Anthony, I mean, basically, at this point, you just you just deal with it. Uh, when September rolls around and the, and the roster expands, you probably won't see him as much. And then, you know, whatever they're going to do for the playoffs, they're going to do. I mean, <laughs> it would be the simple thing would be just cut him. But then you know you're on the hook. I don't know what his contract is, so I mean, I mean it can't be too much. I mean, you know, he's just he's not contributing at all. If anything, he's he's three. just what? What's that? I believe we still owe around three mil for the rest of this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I I don't. I mean, three million dollars—that's nothing. Yeah, right. right. But I you know, know, like what what I'm trying to say is that he you 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 can't you can't do. You can't do you can't do much worse than what he's doing right now. I mean, you know, you you can get you can get a guy like Bobby Pointer, my guy, Bobby Pointer. You can get him out there, uh, you know, in place for Pomeranz. You you know what I mean? And then Workman. you know, yeah, Workman, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Matt Barnes. You can get it. You know, again, I guess. So you know, what I'm trying to say is that I know Velasquez had had an option to use. And but I don't I don't think that I and I've I've basically thought this the entire season I don't think that he's getting the credit that he deserves and I say it in, in Hector Velasquez I, I mean not at all no and and he was he's what he's he, does he have like six wins or something like that I think he's he's like you know maybe six and one or five and one or something like that and you know that that goes back to when he was starting way early in the season but you know for everything that he's done for this team. And then he just goes and get gets optioned instead of you know kind of making your peace with Pomeranz. It's just not fair for the guy. Um, but you know, I, I hope I hope that that uh, that that Hector you know realizes that. I I, I think I think Hector's going to be back up eventually. He can't stay down there forever. It's got to be just like a roster move for Kinsler while they kind of work out on a, a bunch of other things, I guess. But um, 
moving on, I guess, uh, you know, I, I, you know, basically what I'm trying to say is that I don't see Pomeranz uh, being, you know, any sort of help whatsoever for the rest of the season. So um, I want to preview the race series. Um, so we got a uh, three game series at Fenway. I believe they're all evening games. Uh, if you're interested in that, uh, we got Stanek, who's one and three with a 2.42 ERA versus uh, Brian Johnson, three and three, 3.95 ERA. Uh, we have newly acquired Tyler Glass now in the Chris Archer trade. He is one and two with a 3.97 ERA uh, versus David Price, who is 12 and six with a 3.75 ERA. Um, and then on Sunday, we have to be determined who I, I heard is a really good pitcher. Um, versus Chris Sale, uh, 12-4 with a 1.97 ERA. Um, a few things. Uh, Brian Johnson, with the way that this ro- this 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 Rays team is rolling against what they've you know, especially with what they've done against the Yankees, uh, this could be a tough outing for Brian Johnson. Um, this will be basically the first. Uh, this this would be the, first, the I guess I guess you could say the second game ever that uh, newly acquired Tommy Pham is going to be seeing against the Red Sox. Um, I think Tommy Pham is a tremendous player. Uh, he was a tremendous player last season with the Cardinals. I think he's been banged up a lot this season, so um, he's a guy to watch out for on the other side, uh, along with Kia Meyer uh, and you know the usual su- the suspects I get. But you don't have to face Wilson Ramos anymore, who I guess. I, you know, kind of funny you say that, or I say that because they've just got destroyed by him uh, in Philadelphia. So, um, uh, what else? What else? What else? Tyler Glass now. Now, uh, his uh, his stats. I know. I know when you go from the NL to the AL when you get traded, uh, your stats restart basically. If if you go from like Manny Machado went from the Orioles to the Dodgers, his his stats restarted. Um, everything went to zero. Um, so I'm not sure if that 3.97 ERA is in the, in the American league only for Tyler glass. Now, I'm not sure if it's the same for pitchers, but, um, you know, this, this kid, this kid is a, he, he was, he was a highly touted prospect. Um, he could do some damage. I'm not sure if the Red Sox ever saw him before. I'm going to go with no, since he was on the pirates for, you know, most of his life or career or whatever. Um, David Price uh, has a 3.32 ERA lifetime against the Rays. So that kind of goes with what he's doing right now. Um, I think for the most part, this uh, this series is going to come down to what the offense can do once again for their, for their, uh, for their starters. Um, any, any takes on this, uh, on this upcoming Rays series guys? I, I couldn't agree more when it comes to the offense. I mean, Brian Johnson hasn't really been tested. And what I mean by tested is not from a consistent lineup whatsoever, just just contested as in a team that's hungry for wins at this point in the season yeah. and a team that's that's been on a decent hot streak and winning two out of three in, against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this test is good for him just to see who handled this game well and the rest of this well does this have on in the playoffs. And then, then David Price coming in. He so ever since joining the Sox, I feel like he hasn't been, been the greatest pitcher against Tampa Bay. 
I'm not yeah. exactly sure the exact win loss record, well, but I feel like he just do well against Tampa. Well, his his like I said, his lifetime ERA against the Rays is three point three two. So uh, that kind of goes yeah. along with, uh, like I said, along with what he's been doing, um, you know, for this season, kind of, sort of, um, you know. So he he may he may let up a few runs. He may do good. He may not do do so good. He may do average. So you know, yeah. I think it might be a mixed bag of results. Uh, you know, Price may have one of those Price starts that he had against the Royals, or he may have one of those starts that he had. Uh, you know, when he faced the, the Yankees last um, last time he faced him. Um, he's uh, undefeated in his last five starts. Um, he's rolling like I like I thought he would roll. Um, you know, hopefully he can keep it going. Um, I'm I'm not going to brag, uh, but it's kind of a humble brag, I guess. But, uh, you know, I, I called it. So um, hopefully he can keep it up. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Chris Sale lifetime versus the Rays, 2.94 ERA. I feel like as of lately, that number is uh, is is incredibly low. Um, I think lower than than what that number kind of uh, kind of says. Um, I feel like he just he. I feel like his last X amount of starts, he's just always had double digit strikeouts. Um, so I I think that Sale would be on another. I guess maybe. Around ninety or so, I would say, if I had to tack it at if I had to tack it, you know, uh, at, at a at a number, um, you know, I mean, you treat it as a rehab, another rehab start, fine, whatever, just you know, go out there and don't get hurt, and then you know, we'll save. I mean, if he mimics what he does with Baltimore and gets twelve strikeouts and under seventy pitches, I think same rules apply. They just take him out. Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 again, you know. This kind of alludes back to what I was saying in the last episode, where you want to keep your relievers hot. You want to keep them. You want to keep them active. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't want to rely on Chris Sale every single time. And I think that these relievers work best when they are, you know, almost out there, maybe three or four times a week. Um, so I guess you could look for that. I just want to go over a few uh, OPS OPS uh, uh, numbers against the Rays. Um, Mookie Betts has a 1085 OPS against the Rays in 2018. Rafael Devers has a 994 OPS in, versus the Rays in 2018. And Xander Bogarts has an 1132 OPS versus the Rays in 2018. Um, I think off the top of my head, JD Martinez has around a 700, seven, uh, 770 OPS against the Rays in 2018. I'm not positive. You can check that if you want. But um, I. I mean, is this just kind of like a fluke, maybe, or you know, uh, could you see JD Martinez, you know, doing a lot better against the Rays this time around, or do you guys see anybody else uh, breaking out in this series? I feel like this series is up for the grabs for anybody at this point because just just the way the season's been going, anyone could be hot for a game and just turn up like Brock Holt in Game One against the Phillies. He just came out of nowhere, pinch hit and just hit a frozen rope down right field that was just a complete nuke. But I feel like the player to watch out for offensively is Xander Bogarts of the series. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, he's one. Of, he can spray the ball anywhere on the field. He's one of yeah. the best hit-for-contact type of hitters in the American League East, at least for sure. Uh-huh. He hasn't really he's, – he's been playing decent baseball, but he hasn't had a, a breakout part of the second half yet. 
this series is going to be his breakout series of the second half. Quote it, mark it down, write it, sticky note it, whatever you got to do. This is his series. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think uh I think that would be uh it would it would it would go along with what his numbers have been saying for the entire season. Um so, you know, I I I love Xander Bogarts. I, you know, I've voiced before and I've even wrote an article about it that I think that he should become the next captain of the Red Sox. Uh that would be a fantastic gesture. Um, you know, give him the C. Um and I and then they're gonna trade him. No, please. They're not oh gonna my trade God, my please. boy Bogey. Please they're not don't. gonna trade Xbox. No. Um <laughs> uh yeah, no, I, I think I think that that's a really good candidate to see uh to see you know to have a really, really good series um against the Rays. I think that's a good choice, um, Porchy. Um so uh so yeah, any other takeaways before I move on to the next thing? Red Sox take the series two one. Two one. I think I think that's a I think that's that's a respectable uh they're gonna drop respect- the first. First game again, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, can, I, I can definitely see that. And then all Red Sox media is going to go to hell because they were on a two-game losing streak. Oh, oh, can you can you imagine if they get oh. swept? the The amount oh. of the amount of of fires in Boston that will be, everyone would melt down. Can you imagine? Oh, the word fire would... in uh, Boston <laughs> media on Twitter will be trending. Yeah, yeah. Oh I... God. You know, I I kind of I kind of wanted it to happen just to see how everyone would react because it would be hilarious to me. You would, would just like you would just see. Part. Yeah, yeah, it would it would it would be it would be wild. Um, but I it, it's just not gonna happen. Um, real quick, uh, I just want to go over the uh, one of our guys uh, had the opportunity to uh, interview Rico Petroselli, Red Sox legend. Um. I I read it. Did you you guys caught you guys caught it? I'm sure. I haven't got a chance to read it yet. Um, it it is it is a really really good interview. Um, I was putting out too many fires today. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I know. I know you were. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh. The the interview is really 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 good. Um. Obviously, you know, we have a lot of 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 good writers at 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 BSE. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the time out of the podcast to tell you guys to check this out. If I did, you know, obviously I'm biased in saying that, but, um, you know, this, this interview, this, yeah, he did this, this interview was really, really cool to, to, um, to read, um, you know, uh, Rico's a standup guy. He's a knowledgeable guy. Um, you know, uh, and. I mean, you know, what can you, what you can't say enough, enough good things about him. Uh, I mean, it was, and it was a really good piece put together too. Um, and he says that, uh, he, he thinks JD Martinez is going to win the MVP. Um, which is, uh, which is, uh, I mean, that's, you know, you, you, you can't, you can't be wrong in saying that. So, um, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Um, but you know, if you guys have a moment, go check that out. That's, uh, it's, it's really worth the read. Um, but uh, moving on. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Definitely, yeah, um, um, definitely a shout out to Scott for doing that and being able to set up that interview and get it for uh, being able to do it. Um, we will yeah. also be doing a podcast with him. Oh, wow. Okay, awesome. So that will be coming up um, in the near future. And then while we're on 
on the subjects of former players being interviewed by us. Um, if you, by the time this podcast comes out, if you've already listened to it or whatever, um, tomorrow Scott will have a Fred Lynn um, interview coming out that he did also. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that'll be really exciting to see. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to, uh, to uh, reading those. Absolutely. Um, As we continue to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sky's the limit. Um, I want to talk about Sandy Leone. Um, any initial thoughts on on what Sandy's been doing, especially as of recent, before I kind of go into what I want to go into here, guys? It's about time. Yeah. It is about time. He is – honestly, I feel like if there wasn't the Pedroia injury holding him up all season, he'd be the weakest link on the team. Well – he can catch. He can throw people out really well. He's a great defensive mind catcher. I'm pretty sure he he's what top five in catcher's ERA. I think he's top three. I want to say top three. I know he's a really good defensive catcher. He just cannot hit the ball. Yeah, but no, but that's not that's not what I'm alluding to. Like, oh, no, I know. You know, it's worth him hitting 200 if our pitchers are doing good. Okay, and you know what? You, the the thing is, the thing is, is that you're you're seeing, you know, and I, I'm sure you're speaking for a lot of Red Sox fans right now. I'm sure a lot of Red Sox fans aren't looking at it how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, you're seeing you're pointing the finger at Sandy Leone's offensive struggles only because Jackie Bradley Jr. is doing really good right now. Yes. Okay. If Jackie Bradley Jr. wasn't doing so well you would just keep on doing what everyone else has been doing, you know, all season long and saying, Oh, Jackie can't hit. Jackie can't hit. Jackie Bradley Jr. Has like an 800 something uh, OPS in the last month. I'm pretty sure. I, he's just, he's been on a tear. Um, you know, he's really found himself again and he's, 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 he's going streaking, baby. Let's go streaking. That's so, all we like to see. Yeah. Well, okay. You knew what I meant. All right. All right, all right, Kyle. You get a little crazy on us now. I know. I know. I know. At the time of this recording of this podcast, it's very late. But um, <laughs> right, yeah, we're talking okay. offensively in baseball. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle. Yeah. That's, Kyle that's pull, pull the plug out of your out of your mic. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, that's for our uh, our uh, other podcast that we record late at night. But. Um, I want to I want to I want to point towards something that Porcello said um, after his start against the Phillies. Um, and I, I'm not I don't want to say this is a direct quote, but he basically said that uh, that Sandy Leone is the best catcher he's ever worked with in, in his entire career. Sandy Leone is the heartbeat of this pitching staff. I, I mean, those are those are incredible words for someone that doesn't even pitch. I think if you correct me if I'm wrong, he's 28 and two in his last 30 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, in, yes. in his let in his let, yeah, 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 something like that. I, 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 yeah, that is it says it all. It says it all. I mean, you know, and and don't get me wrong, I love I love Christian Vasquez. You know, I I love I like what he does, and you know he is he is about as good of a defensive catcher as San Leon is. Obviously, maybe a touch yeah. better, but you know when you when you look at um, the importance of a catcher like this, 
um, you got to go back to, uh, oh man, you know what? I, his name, his name just, just slipped my mind just now, um, with John Lester. Oh, David Ross. Yes. Yes. How important was David Ross to John Lester in the world series in 2013? Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. And it was it, 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 so big that he followed him to, to the A's and then followed him to the Cubs when, whenever, you know, wherever Lester went. Um, you know, David Ross went with him and that was how important that's, I guess that goes to show how important a personal catcher is, but I mean, it, it's, it's Sandy Leon's even bringing it to the point where that he's becoming everyone's personal catcher. Yeah. And you because know, he like understands the staff. Yes. And that's yeah. what you need. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll take a, I'll take a 200, I'll take a 200 ba- average catcher yeah. any day if they know how to handle the staff. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I yeah. mean, and I'm a bit of a Sandy Leone hater. We've, we've we've just discussed this, but Rick <laughs> no, Rick Personello. That's not, that's not what we just discussed. Well, well before, <laughs> before, but uh, you know what I mean. But um, yeah. if you follow his career and look at all the catchers he's he's thrown to, he has the most confidence in throwing that sinker, throwing the fastball, and locating everything with Sandy Leone. Yep, he, he pitches better when Sandy's behind the plate. And if that catcher is going to give the pitching staff the most confidence, mm-hmm. send him behind the backstop and let him do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, 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 that, and that speaks for itself. Um, you know, I think, I think that David Ross was a big part of why the Red Sox won the world series in 2013. You know, he had, he had his, his, his good amount of, of, of hits, I guess you could say, you know, but for the most part, he was an out dressed as a baseball player, as, as my grandfather used to say. So, um, but you know, if he's there for one reason and one reason only, and he does that and he does his job to the best of his ability and better than almost anybody else in baseball, then please get him out there every single day. You know what I mean? Or, or as, or as many days as he's comfortable, you know, <laughs> doing, um, you know, I think that this Red Sox team has a lot of figures that you could say resemble the figures that were in 2013. For instance, uh, I think uh, Steve Pierce is a very Johnny Gomes, uh, yes, yes. you know, Johnny Gomes ish player from 2013. Um, you know, and you could say that about anybody. I think Kinsler was, was, you know, Kinsler came on late, but I think he could have a Victorino presence. You know what I mean? Like, he's a good Napoli. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I think that this team resembles a lot of what 2013 was. And you know what? Like, they have something to fight for again. You know, 2013, they had the, the Boston, you know, the marathon thing to, to fight for. And now they have, they have Jerry Remy to fight for. You know, Jerry Ramey's been in this organization forever, and he just got diagnosed again with cancer. I mean, you know, you you always be wary of a team that has something to fight for, aka Houston last year, um, with those hurt with the with that hurricane. Um, you know, so I I, I don't I don't want to say that it's a, it's a good thing that you know something like this is happening, but I you know you can't you can't stray away from the fact that um, you know when when a team has something to fight for, they are almost as dangerous as you know any any team could ever be Um, there's a good saying my grandmother used to always tell me as a kid cause and momentum is a hell of a mixture yeah yeah and and that sums up the red Sox season you know very uh very 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 well so you know 
Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, that stays true with what they're doing and what they will do in the future. Um, and then, you know, also, uh, again, uh, Jerry Remy, you're with us. We're with you. So, you know, positive thoughts there and prayers. Um, F cancer. Yeah. Again and again and again and again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see here. I already talked about how Velasquez is going to be option, which I still think is bullshit. But, you know, what are you going to do? I don't run the freaking team. Um, did you guys want to get into anything before I move on to the next thing? Do you guys have anything on your mind you want to, you know, anything on your chest you want to get off? Or, uh, you know, I can just move on if you guys, if you guys want. I don't really mind. No, go ahead. All right. So um, I was reading the other day how uh, apparently, apparently, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen any uh, any official report on this. Um, you know, I guess take that for what you will. Um, I didn't do so much research, but you know, apparently, uh, Dave Nebraska is hinting to um, to a three man playoff rotation. Um, I I don't think that that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, you know, when, when you see what the Red Sox have been doing this entire season, they, they, their biggest thing is about longevity. Um, and I think that if you are, if you are prolonging longevity for the entire season, and then you're just going to go into a three man playoff rotation, it's a little silly. I think, I mean, they've been, they, they, so that, what does that mean? They would be pitching every four days for the entirety of the playoffs. Is that correct? I guess for the most part around there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean that, you know, when you have Chris sale throwing 98, 99 miles an hour, I mean, is that really the best thing for him? No, I don't, you're I don't gonna think all your pitcher's arms. That's just redundant. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is only, and it was only a, a month or so, not even, but you know, I just, yeah, I, I think, I think that's kind of stay, stay, taking a step backwards to what they've been doing this entire season. Um, so where if did, that it, where did you just ask it, um, it was it was it was on it was on Twitter. Um, I don't I don't want to blow anybody's spot up. You know, it's not what I'm here for. But I it's it, it's 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 on Twitter. Um, you know, I don't I don't know if it's true or not. You know, I, I I'm not gonna fact check that. But I just want to say that if that is true, um, I don't agree with it. I mean, the only way I can say that they would do that is if they were down. Two games and none, or three games and none, and they, mm-hmm. and they, and the ALDS, and it was a must-have. Yeah, no, season's and on, and season's on the line. Let's throw everything we got out there, and hopefully we survive. And that would be that would be by by throwing out uh, Chris Sale, I guess, in a in a in a, I guess it would be a game four, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, or no game game, yeah it would be it would have to be a game four. I, I'm just I'm just trying to like project because mm-hmm. I've never I've never seen anything like this before, so I'm not sure how it would really work. But now, Justin, um, while we're on the topic, let me ask you a quick question that's that's just for for shits and giggles. Would you rather throw Drew Pomeranz in a game four, or in a in a postseason game as a starter, just back to back days of Chris Hill? Um, if it was one time, I would throw. Chris Sale back to back. I, I would I would throw Chris Sale for 18 straight innings before I would ever go back to Pomeranz, honestly. Like you know, when, going going back to what you know, um 
going back to you know uh, how how I was talking about the 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 bullpen, how they're so used to working on short rest, you know, and they do they perform better on short rest. I, I mean, you know, that's the numbers. You can't argue with the numbers. You know what I mean? Um, I think Chris Sale is a lot like that. I think that, uh, you know, and I think, you know, getting into the playoffs, it's a lot, it's a lot in his mind, you know, like he is just such a competitor, you know, like he'll go, he'll work through any sort of uh, soreness or pain that he would ever experience. Um, So, you know, and he's shown, he's shown flashes of longevity before it in starts. So, uh, you know, I think that he would be fine in doing that if it, if it, if it meant doing it for one time, you know, and if it obviously meant for, if it, you know, if it meant staying in the postseason. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want Pomeranz touching a baseball in the postseason. I, I don't, I don't want that. I don't think anybody wants that at this point. I don't even think the Red Sox want that. You know, I don't even think he wants it. What is Pomeranz himself? No, I don't even think he wants it. I, I, I don't think I think he just wants to like not be on the team anymore. Honestly, how could you, how could you still want to be on a team that you're just doing poorly on at this point? Every single facet that he, every single situation, every single fire that he's been thrown into, he's just been so bad. You, you can't you can't enjoy an experience like that. But his confidence is out the window. I guess. I guess. I mean, it's it's poorly directed confidence, but <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever makes your uh, makes your, your your boat float, Pomeranz. Um, the SpaceX shuttle took off from Orlando just recently, but they didn't tie his ass to it. Jesus the one that's going to the sun. That's the worst. Well, no, because then the rocket would fail. He's that bad. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a take. Um, I do you guys think do you think Elon Musk would be pissed? Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. <laughs> That's a lot of damn money. <laughs> um, do you guys think David Price could revert good to go back to the bullpen in the in the in the postseason? I think I'd be, okay. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Porchy. I think he could. I mean, I'd love to see him get his first one as a starter in a postseason. But if it's not broke, don't fix it. He did pretty decent last year in the in the bullpen at the playoffs. Even towards the regular end of the regular season when he came in, he was very good in the bullpen. Yeah, and he's pitching really well now as a starter. So it's a tough conflict. But I feel like Alex Cora knows what he's going to do already, and I feel like he's just going to do what what puts the team in the best position to get to the World Series. Yeah, I I think that um, you're right in saying. That, um, you know, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. I think that's been the mantra for the entire season for the Red Sox. Um, I think a lot of this has to do with uh, psychology. I think this, you know, a lot of this has to do with uh, psychological factors, especially when you're talking about David Price. Um, You know, the whole narrative of him not being able to start or, you know, he starts in the postseason, but then shits the bed. Um, I think that if he's coming out of the bullpen, even as a long reliever, I think that, you know, that kind of takes off the pressure, um, you know, at least a little bit, you know, I know it is the postseason, but, um, you know, that kind of, that's all you hear. Oh, he, he, he's not good. So that team's going to lose. He can't pit, he can't start in the postseason. that, that would affect everybody. Right. But, that, um, break down. 
Yeah. And and going back to what he did last postseason, I mean, not only was he good, he was great. Yeah. I mean, he he had he had a, a, a bunch of innings where he, you know, he just never let up an earned run. Um, I want to say it was like a stretch of like 30 innings pitch that he didn't let up an earned run. But I'm not I'm not positive, but it, it was it was a long stretch regardless, yeah. um, especially for him. Um, so, yeah, I would I would love to see him in the bullpen, especially if this three man playoff rotation is true. Um, I'm not sure if it will be, but, you know, uh, if the play if the three man playoff rotation had to happen, I'm I think I would be comfortable in saying that it would be uh, sale Porcello and Eduardo Rodriguez. I know there's been a lot of talk about Erod going back to the bullpen, especially because he's coming back off the DL. But, um, you know, I'm excited for his return as well. Um, he should be coming back soon, I think. Uh, I think he I made a rehab so- start. What's up? I heard Sunday or Monday he's going to do a rehab, and then depending on that, might be mid to late next week. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, no, I mean we'll we'll see, but I would I I can't wait for him to return as well. I think that he is like a number two starter in the making. He's very young. He has great stuff. Um, you know, so so uh so we'll see what they want to do with him. Um I just want to point out to one thing real quick, uh Ryan Brazier. Uh I I learned how to pronounce his name uh just like an hour ago. So it, it is Brazier. It's not Brazier. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm bowing right now. You can't see me, but I'm bowing. Um yeah, so it's Ryan Ryan Brazier, 30 years old. Uh he's I mean, you can't say enough good things about him. He has a 1.13 ERA in 2018. Um, you know, I think he's slowly but surely developing into an eighth inning guy. Um, you know, I, I believe in him, uh, just as much as I believe in pointer. I mean, these, these two guys are, are arguably that one of the best bullpen pieces aside from Kimbrell that the Red Sox have. So, you know, I think that they, I think Cora will have no choice but to put him in an eighth inning situation eventually you might even see in the Rays series this weekend so um he, keep an eye out for addison, that he has the addison reed vibe of last year yeah yeah no uh you know my man Addison reed that's my boy so you know <laughs> hopefully he can replicate what uh what he did um yeah i mean it's exciting it's exciting to have that kind of uh that kind of presence in the bullpen because uh, you know, as of late, the last few months, there really has been no sore thing in the bullpen. Um, you know, Hembry's, you know, done Hembry things. Kelly has really fell off, fell off since uh, the first few months of the season. Um, you know, who else do you have out there? Honestly, uh, Thornburg has, I think, you know, I, I the thing about Thornburg is that I think he hasn't, he, you know, he hasn't pitched in two years, obviously. Um and I think that it, it it really takes a long time for him to, you know, kind of get back to what he was. I don't think you may see that this season. I think that, you know, come next season, he's going to have uh, he's going to have a much better year if he stays healthy, yeah. obviously. Um, but, you know, I, I this this kind of reverts all the way back to when the Red Sox had Carson Smith. You know what I mean? Like you guys remember that 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 freaking guy? I mean, <laughs> you know, like like how important was a guy like Carson Smith? He was the one that was going to be the eighth inning guy, even before anybody believed in Kelly. You know what I mean? And now that he's gone, and now that you know he was doing so poorly, that leave that leaves a really big hole in 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 how the bullpen is used. 
and I think Brazier's really uh, stepped up to that to that role, and and uh, and I think he will he will be very important come um, come come the playoffs. Um, I just want to I want to touch up on one thing real quick. Um, Durbin Feltman, uh, he has a one point six nine ERA in sixteen games in the minors. I don't think he's going to come to the major leagues this this season, guys. I want to shoot that down real quick. Um, he, uh, he's on Salem right now. And I think, uh, the next, the next level up, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the next level up will be Portland for him. Um, I think that if he was going to be, if he was going to be put on a fast track to the majors this season, he would have been in Portland already. He wouldn't have been on Salem. So, um, that just kind of goes, goes to show that I think that they're going to keep him, which I think, you know, there was no wrong answer here. You could have promoted him early if you really wanted to, but at the same time, you know, keeping him down is not a bad thing at all. Um, you know, so we'll continue to watch him in the minors. Um, maybe he'll get a call next season. I definitely think he's going to get a call. Um, he's going to get an invite to spring training uh, after the season, the 2019 season. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's going to be really exciting. Um, any thoughts it's on that? It's kind of like what Toronto's doing with Vlad Jr. right now. They're just kind of keeping him and tucking him for next year. Well, if that's that's a different animal completely. I mean, you know, you got a guy like Vlad Jr. who is just he's just knocking the cover off the ball day in and day out. You know what I mean? He may have his uh, his his uh, you know blemishes on defense, but I mean, you know, the fact the fact that you know they it's just, he's just his performance is just begging to come up to the majors, but they won't do it yet strictly for for. Uh, for contract purposes, but I mean, Durbin Feldman just got drafted. So, you know, I don't think that, that this was as much of a sure thing as, as Vlad jr. Is, but um, it's kind of this, the, the same situation. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, uh, anything else to add to that guys? Nope. I'm good. Okay. Um, Closing I thoughts. Think, well, I, I just, I wanted to go into, um, I wanted to go into one more thing. I just wanted to do, to uh, say that uh, you you guys may have heard already, but the uh, the Pawtucket Red Sox are or the Paw Sox basically are changing. Uh, they are moving to uh, Worcester um, in twenty twenty one. They Woo are Sox. becoming they are becoming the Woo Sox, the Wu Tang Sox, as I'm like now it. calling them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you got you got the Rizza, the Jizza, and uh, Ruzni Castillo. So, uh, <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Any initial thoughts? They're gonna they're gonna build a new stadium for the Wu Sox. Um, I I'm not positive where the stadium will be. I know obviously it's gonna be in Worcester, um, but you know any uh, any interest in you know what, what do you guys think about the name do you guys think they could have come up with a better name or i mean probably like 9 <laughs> times out of 10 it's going to be something different but i like the move it's strategically smart in case like in case you get like a clay Bockholt situation you just need a guy to come on like emergency and just fill in they're in the same state it's not like oh you need to take a, a hop a skip and a flight all the way up here just for an emergency start something yeah. something stupid like that they're right there they're like a half hour apart it's perfect okay. all right no that, that's go ahead Ian. I still think that we haven't seen the end of it I think the Paul Sox are still gonna have their say because 
according to reports that came out towards the end of the day that they didn't even know anything about it yet as it being a done deal. So I'm sure they're going to, I'm sure there's still going to be a little bit more to it. And maybe the, the Paul Sox are, or the, the city that the, the, the Paul Sox are in now is still okay. pony up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, but you know, at the, at the end of the, at the end of the day, I mean, if the Red Sox don't want to renew or, you know, whoever the, the organization don't want to renew their contract with Paul Tuckett or whoever the organization is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I would be correct in saying that if they don't want to renew their contract, they just, they select a new, you know, they sign a new contract with, I guess the city of Worcester or, you know, I, I'm not really sure how that worked completely, but um, what I'm trying to allude to is that I guess they don't really need to tell Paul Tuckett that they're, that they're moving if they already signed a new contract with someone else. Yeah, well, there's, there's also, there's a lot of legal wrangling that's going to go on. Yeah. Cause from what I was reading earlier after this all came down is that the land that the land that they had, um, they're looking to build a new stadium on is very contaminated. So it's oh, wow. going to, it's going to, that's going to factor into it too. How much longer is that going to take to clean up all that area? Yeah. So, I mean, there's still, there's still more to it. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure there's a lot of politics involved too, which I don't really want to get into. But um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean we'll see. But they are, and they are expected to announce it today. If you're listening on a Friday, um, Friday the 17th. So I guess watch out for that. Um, closing thoughts for me. Um, you know, we'll, I, I, uh, I want to see what the difference is between when the Rays face the Yankees and when the Rays face the Red Sox. So I think that's a good barometer of, uh, you know, how good this team is and. Uh, you know, uh, we'll catch you guys. I'm sure next week on Monday or Tuesday or something. So we'll 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 plan something out. But you know, I'm I'm good here. Um, Closing thoughts for Porchy. Uh, Sox are gonna do some damage against the Rays. Hopefully, teams look around. Can't wait to uh, discuss some Patriots preseason recap if uh, I'm on that episode. And uh, just a non-sports topic. Uh, R.I.P. to Aretha Franklin. Uh, big yeah. voice gone today. So. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Anthony? You got anything else? Closing thoughts? What was that? <laughs> nothing. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I got nothing to add to it, but I just want to, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has listened to our podcast. We have been going through a bit of a change on um, who's, uh, who is hosting the podcast as far as our server. So um, a little change has gone on there. But uh, all that should have been taken care of by this by the time this podcast was recorded. Um, you can find us everywhere out there, every platform that you can think of: iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Anchor. You name it, we're on it, um, and we're constantly looking to add to other platforms. We appreciate all everybody that's been listening, the feedback. Even you, Andrew. And uh, <laughs> you know he's still listening. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, we we definitely appreciate you know everybody listening to us. Yes. Um, check out the website www.bostonsportsextra.com. Um, great articles. The writers are busting their asses for everybody to put out great content, and we definitely appreciate all the the, the views that we're getting. So 
with that being said, until the next podcast, Porchy, yes, you'll be on the next Patriots podcast, you little whore. <laughs> yeah, dilly dilly. <laughs> until next time, guys. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you, guys.